If you want peace, prepare for war. This is an old and well-known phrase that was used or coined by the general Vegetus. I think that's his name. That's how I pronounce it. It's a bit of a funky Latin name. But Vegetus said this. Uh, he was this famous uh, war general for Rome, ancient Rome. And I think it reflects well the condition we often find our world in, where we seek this earthly peace, peace on earth, or peace of the earth. For the sake of peace, though, there is always a struggle. Peace is often challenged when an imposing force or power is present. We see this in war in particular. During the great world wars, uh, World War I and World War II, there was a desire for the German forces to overpower the neighboring countries for their own sake. Now, I'm going to be really oversimplifying this, especially for you history buffs, so please uh, don't hold this against me, but just it's an overarching statement. And as a result, a result, uh, war broke out to prevent Germany and its allies from conquering and harming other countries. Germany's power used in violence against Europe became a threat to peace. And armies were raised and alliances were formed for the, the sake of restoring that same peace. If you want peace, prepare for war. We see this very dynamic at play in the conflict between Russia and Ukraine today. The power that is used for the sake of conquering another land has disrupted peace and now there is war. It would seem that there is peace on earth where there is no power. Yet we see the constant struggle for power in our daily world on a daily basis. We see it in inequality, discrimination, violence against life, war and politics. This is the dynamic of the world's fragile peace where it is preserved through an absence of power, when power becomes too much and it oversteps its boundaries and attacks somebody or disrupts peace, then a, an opposite power needs to come in and basically restore that peace. There's always this conflict. Yet what does this mean when our Lord says he promises us peace? Is this the peace he speaks about? This peace of this world, this conflict? Many thought so. Before Jesus came, they thought they'd have this conquering warlord who would restore the Israelites back to their place of power. But Jesus says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, not as the world gives do I give it to you. There's a difference between the peace that the world offers us and the peace that Jesus speaks about. After his resurrection, Jesus always greeted his disciples by telling them, peace be with you. When he came back, he said, peace be with you, as, the, as in, I am with you, so there is peace. In fact, early Christians would greet each other in the same way, saying, Christ, peace be with you. In the same way, you'd say, hello, what's up, how's it going? They would say, Christ, peace be with you. How awesome is that? It's a way for them to identify each other as Christians, but also wish that peace of Christ as they encountered each other. When Jesus offers his peace, it is not the peace of the world which is uh, the absence of a conquering power or disruptive force, but he offers the peace of his very presence. When Jesus offers us his peace, he is offering his very self. Today's gospel takes place right before Jesus' passion. I say right before, it was when he was preparing his apostles. Uh, Jesus uses this opportunity to prepare his apostles for what is to come. 
In a short while, Jesus would be taken away from them, crucified and buried. The apostles and Jesus' disciples would later be reunited with Jesus after his resurrection, but this was only for 40 days before his ascension, which we will be celebrating next Sunday. By promising the apostles his peace, Jesus was preparing them to go into the world as Christians and encouraging them with the presence of his peace. Jesus also promised the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, with every one of us each receiving this Holy Spirit through baptism. It is this presence, it is the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives that allows us to live in Christ's peace even when we face conflict or struggle. That we have the living God within us in the Holy Spirit. Jesus left us Uh, left his apostles and their successors and in all Christians the very gift of the advocate to strengthen them in times of struggle. Yet it is interesting since we do not see this power manifest in a typical way. We remember martyrs with great reverence as some of the greatest saints because of the peace they had when they endured great tortures and experienced violent deaths. The things that we may fear most, pain, suffering, and that end of life. Yet we see them as having this power of the Holy Spirit. Power in weakness, power in violence, power in death. They have this peace of Christ. To understand this, we look to the crucifixion, our Lord's very passion. Jesus' power was made known on the cross itself, yet what we see is Jesus bloodied, beaten, and near death. This is because Jesus' peace cannot be lessened or destroyed. Jesus reveals his great power through the humility of the passion where he died for all, and with that death conquered the earthly powers of sin and death. Not through violent, uh, violent force or at the cost of others, but through an act of pure, self-giving love. It is this power of Christ's love that is the foundation for our peace as Christians. While the world seeks to conquer peace through domination and the absence of power, the peace of Christ is ours through humility, love, and his very presence. The world is full of conflicts, big and small. Every day we encounter struggles that threaten to take away our peace. It could be a common squabble we have with somebody, an argument. Maybe we lost our job. Maybe someone close to us is severely sick. Maybe we're just having a bad day. Or maybe the anxieties and the chaos of the world are really encroaching upon us. We feel this opposing force that's challenging my peace. Yet we have been given the great gift of Christ's peace, peace, which endures all things and cannot be shaken. We seek true peace, even in the midst of earthly conflict. We need look no further than Jesus' presence in our lives. And it's interesting because in the greatest um, anxieties of my life, they have always been completely destroyed, demolished, when I have brought them before our Lord in prayer especially before the Blessed Sacrament, that we believe that the Lord is truly present with us here and now as we gather together for Mass in this holy, sacred place before the Blessed Sacrament in the tabernacle and as the bread and wine are confected into the true presence of our Lord, that even in the midst of a chaotic world, we come here 
with that promise of peace. And there will be peace in the world when we allow the presence of God in our world, our neighborhood, our country. There is peace in our lives when we allow God's presence to enter our hearts, our families, our daily lives. Not just in word, but by, the living, by living according to the Lord's commandments. By living as an authentic Christian disciple. If there are areas of your life that are in conflict with sadness, anger, pain, or worry, I encourage you to invite Jesus by name, perhaps even out loud, into those areas so that his healing presence may bring you true and lasting peace. Why should we doubt the power of his peace? Where the world's peace lacks true power, our Lord reveals his peace through the power of his humility on the cross and the love of the Father revealed. I encourage us, as we observe the lack of peace at times, especially now in our world, and the continued various conflicts present throughout the nations, that we invite the peace of our Lord and pray. Pray that the Holy Spirit make this peace present in our homes, countries, and throughout the world. Amen.